on maynard.com.au. Maynard! And now, live from wherever Maynard parked his V-dub last night, Uh-oh. it's Sunday Afternoon Fever. Radio show for the 90s, two years late. It's the Church of the Funky Chicken, so raid your underpants and stay glued to the radio for the next four hours with Sunday Afternoon Fever. And here we are live and direct from Melbourne. I've been in Melbourne four days. I've only been pissed off by a tram twice. This afternoon we're live in the studio here. There's an audience. Hi, audience. There's Wendy Harmer lurking around the building somewhere and our show band from hell, The Bachelors from Prague. Hit it, guys. Take it every day, a situation Heading for the usual destination You've just met that certain jerk Looking for his data book He spins his usual long story About how he lost his glory Before you realize what's cooking He's half scoffing, left you look you turn Inside down, inside out, hanging by a thread. Just to gain your own momentum, you realize life's a joke. Talking for hours on end every day Enjoying everything that they would say We all had a familiar language A sense of humour was an advantage And then suddenly, without any warning The reverse happened and we were warring Taken by surprise once again The tables turned and we lost a friend Inside down, inside out, hanging by the Just to gain your old momentum, you realize life's a joke. Well, that's for certain. Take away, Jim.
every day A situation A heading for the usual destination You've just met that certain Jack Looking for his data perk He's been to usual long story About how he lost his glory Before you realize what's cooking He's off and left you looking inside down, inside out, hanging by a thread. Just to gain your old momentum, you realize life's a joke. Turn around here, let's look around. Oh, oh there's someone at the door. H Hello, who is it? We'll just open the comedy door here. It's Wendy Harmer! Fist me dead. Wow, hi. Wow, Wendy. Really glad to get dropped in. Thanks. Now, I brought you a couple of bottles of cold duck and some bags of cheesels because I oh. don't like to arrive empty handed. Aren't they a lovely audience? Aren't oh, they? Very beautifully marked. Both of them having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they usually hang out on Radio National. This is like a little bit of a departure for you. You've come yeah. over to Triple J's wavelength yeah, in noise. our 1950s studio. Beautifully appointed, too. Aren't we incredibly yeah. disorganised for a national network? <laughs> yes. It's not too bad, but. I know, it's thrilling. My ratings, I mean, I've got these sort of negatively geared ratings on Radio National. Like, I, I think I'm nearly an asterisk stakes oh, now. Oh, you're an so integer. That's really good, but it means you can say whatever you like. Oh, I'm sure you do. We'll be back <laughs> with Wendy in a minute. I'm going to have Tism. You like Tism? Yeah. Okay, let's groove with that. Back with Wendy Harmer in a minute. <laughs> Boy, we've got things to talk about, Wendy.
get your education down at the tech You could never have heard of the proletariat Never been there, of course, it's what I've heard I never came from a western suburb Grooving away with Wendy Harmer again. Oh, yeah. Thank you. This is the interview section of the program, one of the many interviews we'll have this afternoon. What have we got lined up this afternoon? You just go yes or no when I say these artists, okay? We've got yeah. Wendy Harmer. Oh, yeah, I'm yes. here. Uh, Chris Lyon will be oh, along. Fabulous. L- Lily Savage will be turning Even up. Even taller. In costume. We've got the bachelors over there. Stomp will be turning up and doing sort of... That'll be loud. On the floor a little bit later. Lance from the Hollywood Kids, you know them? He's a gossip columnist. He's He's a gossip columnist? He's a gossip. He's going to give us some gossip. That's the plural of gossip. Gossip. And uh, Doug Anthony Allstars will be along and Cork in the Juice Peaks Uh, and the Found Objects. Well, you have got a lot of boys with guitars in and that's a good thing. And they'll all have little cucumbers and things down their pants and the audience is appreciating that already. (laughs) Hey, by the way, what do you think of my pants, by the way? Hey. They are. I used to have a pair of curtains like that. They are fab. They make you look even taller and leaner than you are. These pants used to belong to Jason Donovan. They're his Technicolor dream pants. Not a lot of people realise how attractive you are in real life, man. (laughs) That's why we've only got two people in the audience. (laughs) How's this festival been rocking along for you? Oh, it's been really good. uh, I'm actually going off to do Humorous Read Humorous this afternoon, which is a... The sort of uh, prestige gig at the Athenaeum. That's the one where the older folk can go. Frank and Thring's going to be Frank there. Frank Thring is going to be a special guest and he's reading for a pamphlet on bowel cancer, apparently. Ooh, that'll be a real crowd pleaser. My gee, that'll be a treat. I can't <laughs> think of anyone um, else in Australia who probably could read for a pamphlet on bowel cancer <laughs> but Frank Thring. I call on. And then um, who else? Uh, B. Arthur's on from The Golden Girl. She's going to be reading. It's a thing every year where people read their best, funniest bits. I compare it in my capacity as sort of board member of the festival. How do you think Melbourne Comedy Festival compares to Montreal? the Edinburgh Festival, the Adelaide Festival. <laughs> the Adelaide Festival is uh, really dull for a start. I, I, I'm sorry, I, I, Adelaide, but really. They're listening and they're really pissed off at you now, Wendy. No, I don't care. I don't care. Adelaide, I mean, you know, the arrest of the people in the in the grease paint and all that kind of thing. I had actually, I was interviewing the woman on my show after she'd just been locked up for four hours. And um, I said, what were you saying when the police were arresting you? She was saying, I'm French, I'm French. You cannot do this to me because I'm French and I'm an artist. Well, the Montreal Festival is a really amazing thing because it is a comedy festival again, but it's a, like a TV trade fair. And there's about 50 stand-up comics there from all, mostly North America. But the best thing is that they get these promoters in from North America. And the guy that I love the best when I did it, he had on a, a white safari suit. You'd love this, man. A pink aviator glasses with a poodle under the arm. 
And he comes up to me and says, hey, I really like your work. I'm from Eddie Murphy Productions. Would you like to work in the States? Well, I just fell. This is the funniest line I'd ever heard. And then he said, I'm on Wall Street. Let's do lunch. Like, it was a gag. It was absolutely great. But the Montreal Festival is not as sort of down-home friendly as Melbourne. And Edinburgh is really big. Too big. Yeah, the the difference is, I guess, in Canada, you drink Molson. And in Edinburgh, you drink McEwan's 80 shilling. And here, you drink Vic Bitter. And you're really going for it. The last laugh on Friday night. There, we were watching the No Name Show, and we were all drinking away. It was fantastic. I got rat ass. Yeah, the show was really funny. I don't know what the four. jokes were, but it was really funny. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a funny joke, and I can't remember what it was now. Yeah, it was good. Wasn't I detected a very strong feeling from the Melbourne comics that went across to Adelaide that Adelaide is an evil city. They were all saying really bad well, things about Adelaide. No, and no, Adelaide critics are absolute scumbags. That's why. Oh, Peter Gers. Oh, he is a turkey. He is. Hello, Peter. Really, there is a few real dodgy sorts there. One of the guys that was there, one of the guys that was reviewing, he reviewed all the women saying that we were all just feminist bitches. So we were uh, contriving to send him her blow-up plastic lady doll. <laughs> so to say, when you can handle a real woman, son, come and see us. <laughs> what it is in Adelaide, it's the Adelaide advertiser, people who've been doing the gardening get sent off to do the comedy. Or the greyhounds. Review. Or the greyhounds. They still have greyhounds in Adelaide, of course. Big in Adelaide, the greyhounds. And what are your picks for the Melbourne Festival? If you were saying, OK, I'm going to go out tonight and really piss myself, what show should you go to? Well, I went to see Chris Lynham last night, who's coming on. He has a finale, which uh, is not going to look too good on radio, but by gee, it was uh, good last night. I can't... It involves a firecracker and it involves some... The anal regions. That's all I can say, really. I mean, we are easy. Your kind of show. <laughs> it was wild. It was fantastic. Saw so Rachel Berger on Friday night. Yeah, she, Rachel's doing this uh, great show, which is called The She Comic, an evening of endless enchantment. You get enticing finger food, which I thought was good. I was enticed. And she has gladioli and baskets, and there are statues of cupids and things, and she comes out in the sequins. It's very Rachel. Very it's 50s. She, she. Very glamorous great. show, too. Very glamorous. Very glamorous. I'd like to see Richard Stubbs come out in a bit of a you know, sequined outfit. That'd Nice. Yeah, well, actually, I did do a gig once with Richard Stubbs years ago when he played a um, German weightlifter called Gerda Bender. He hates me saying this. And he used to come out in a, in a little tiny frock and a halter top and a wig as a girl. I mean, he hates to be reminded of it, so I try and do it as much as possible. He should do that on Visard. <laughs> Wendy Harmer, thanks for dropping in today. Well, thank you very on much Sunday for afternoon having me, Good to see both our audience members. Enjoy the comedy festival. Go along, get out there and see something. See you later, Wendy. Yes, out the comedy door she goes. Bye! We'll be back in just a minute. We're listening to Sunday Afternoon Fever.
Talking Heads with some puzzling evidence. It's 20 minutes after 2 o'clock on Triple J. here on Triple J. Hey audience, what's coming up next?
name is Keith and I'm a Scorpio from Athens, GA, and I like to find the essence from within. From their album Whammy and Song for a Future Generation. Hi, audience! Oh, we're getting on like a house on fire. You wouldn't believe it. Hello, who's that? It's Chris Lynham through the comedy door. Friends, Romanians, and country geezers, lend me your earrings. I want to tell you a special story for the little kiddlies. It's all about a girl with the name is Little Red Hooding Ride, who's got a granny what's very ill. She had a stay of fish, you see, and she got toenail poisoning and varicose veins. So Little Red Hooding Ride climbs in a cream-lined chatterbank and goes to visit a granny where she lives in the woods. But what she didn't know was, Granny doesn't live there anymore, blink, blink. You see, the big bad wolf came along and gobbled her up before you could say Cock Rubenstein. After this, he jumps in the granny's bed. Little Red knocks on the bell. Bell! Diddling, thank you. He says, come in if you be so kindly, just like the spider said to the flea. So, Little Red comes in the room. The wolf jumps out the bed. Little Red jumps out the skin, and they both jump out the window. Now, outside the window is growing a beanstalk right up to the ceiling. At the top of the beanstalk is sitting a jackaxe. And when he sees what's going on downstairs, he calls in the three bears. The baby bear, the mother bear, and the larger bear. And they all come in singing, who's been sleeping in my porridge? And then out from the porridge jumps four and twenty black legs. And they keep singing, fee-fi-fo-fum, stick your finger up your pie and pull up a plum. In the middle of this excitement comes a fairy boy. He waves his magic wand on the three bears. The baby bear turns into Mickey Mice. The mother bear into Donald Dick. And the larger bear, Cockeye the Tailor. Suddenly, Cinderella remembers that she must be in the home by 12 o'clock the cheapest. So she runs away and leaves behind a slipper. Well, the prince, what's passing for a pint, picks up the slipper and says, Whoever slipper this is can be my missus. So he goes straight away to the BBC and he sent out the Hesho Hex. Well, everybody comes along to try a fit on the slipper. First comes Robinson Crucius with her three ugly sisters, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Then comes Snow White in the seven warts. And then comes the old woman, what she left in the boot shop. But nobody could put her feet on the slipper. <coughs> Till along comes Cinderella. She puts the pumpkin on the prince's... Hey? And it fits just like it's made for his brother. Well, they get married and live happily after this. Of course, the best man at the wedding is another geezer called Aladdin, what brought with him a magic lamppost. When he scratched the magic lamppost, out comes a fairy boy called Peter Pansy. Peter Pansy says, Cinderella, you can have a magic wish. So she gives a big think and says, huh, 
This is what I wish. I wish I were a fairy queen, and when it came to pass, I climb up all the rocks and trees and slide down on my hands and knees. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Chris Lynham. And we're back to talk to Chris in just a sec. Don't forget, Chris is on the Prince Patrick Hotel in Melbourne, and he's going to tell us all about his show in a minute if we can understand what he's saying.
the lightning seeds, the life of Rylan. You're back on Sunday afternoon fever. <laughs> Coming from the big, 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 big studio. <laughs> We've got Chris Lyon here. Hi, Chris. How are you feeling? Wild today or what? I'm here. You certainly are. You're, certainly, you're in front of our audience, aren't they? Impressive audience, aren't they? Oh, delicious. I've been looking at them for a while now, and I'm looking for the next three and a half hours just sitting in this room with these people. How's the show been going? I like the way they take their clothes off and the music breaks. <laughs> it's good. Keep it up. What sort of audiences have you been getting at the Prince Patrick? Men and women, mostly. Anything else? Chickens? No, get a car driving through the building occasionally? I suppose there are other animals. Press. <laughs> the press are making a really big thing about the cracker in, their, in your show, the finale of your show. When did you first decide to do something like that to your body? Uh, it was my anti-plagiarism bit. So no one ever was going to copy that? Well, good luck. <laughs> and how long have you been doing your act? In this life. You know when you wake up in... Wait, what, what, if you woke up in August, it was only July. They wouldn't believe you, right? Probably. So, who's counting? Imagine you're a fish. I like this interview. <laughs> Do you think republicanism is really important? Do you know my Volkswagen's white? How many people can you fit in a hotel toilet? I know speak English. Chris Lynham here. Think I should stop or continue? Audience? Continue. More of the confusing questions or should I try a real one? Real question. Try a real question. What colour are your underpants, Chris? I don't wear underpants. Oh, just like Adam and the Ant. Have you ever heard his album, Kings of the Wild Frontier? I don't listen to modern music, actually, you may not know. I'm a, from the old school. I'm a jazzer man. And classics, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> You're beating a kind of guy. So continue asking questions. <laughs> They're edging me on here. This is great. I, I, I like an interview subject like this. Any questions from the audience? Uh, Chris, has anybody ever told you you look like Mel Gibson? You look exactly like Mel Gibson. <laughs> Who's Mel Gibson? <laughs> Any other questions? Have you got any more beers? You've been seen sneaking beers out the back. Pears. The audience want Pears. them, Chris. Pears. How do you spell that? We're going to be on the Comedy Gala, which is on Channel 7 next week. Yeah. Did you do the cracker gag on that? No. They wouldn't let you do it. Couldn't afford it. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Lynham. <laughs> My favourite interview subject in the whole world. What a guy. We're back with Sunday Afternoon Fever in just a minute. Have a good show at the Prince Patrick, Chris. A creep and Becky is a creep. Doug is a creep and Bob is a super creep. Gary was a creep and Mike was a creep. Susie is a creep and Jane gives me the creeps. All these people done me wrong, that's why I put them in this song. All these people done me wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. Jennifer's a creep. And Glenn is a creep, Trina is a creep, and Jenny is a creep, I think. Lily was a creep, and Don, what a creep! Stella is a creep, Rob is a creep. All these people done me wrong, that's why I put them in this song. All these people done me wrong, 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 wrong. Freak is a creep. Debbie is a creepy creep Aves is a creep And Jim is a thieving creep Josh thinks life is neat And Steve don't eat meat Travis loses sleep And Dave keeps the beat All these people done me wrong That's why I put them in this song All these people done me wrong That's why I put them in this song All these people done me wrong That's why I put them in this song All these people done me wrong Wrong, 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 wrong
Beats International in the ghetto, the 12 inch mix of that. And before that, the Swamp Zombies with Creeps. Now it's a very special time. Here's a weekend special on your radio. It's request time! And I'm out in the audience now with Yvette. Hi, Yvette. Hello, Maynard. Now, I gave you all the CDs that I had in the building, in the ABC building, and you looked through all of them. There was lots of great stuff in the history of 20th century pop music. And what did you pick, Yvette? Pop music by M. Why that track? Well, I was always keen on it when it was number one on Countdown and... It was from your album, which is one of my favourite albums. So. Oh, that's 18 Explosive Hits and One Real Loser. It's a one. Available through Sony at all good record stores. That's right. How does the rest of the audience feel about her request? Yay! It's a bit's reaction. I can introduce it. Here's Pop Music by M. Jones with Maynard on JJJ. The 
Wind of Freedom from Robert White and the Namibia Singers and the Swapo Singers and a whole stack of people helped out by members of the specials. The Wind of Change. And boy, we got the Wind of Change blowing through this studio. Let me tell you. We've got Henry Mars, the grooviest man in Melbourne, standing next to me. Me? Really? Yeah, you are the grooviest man in Melbourne. Who said that? Oh, no, a couple of people last night said, have you seen Henry? I said, I haven't seen Henry lately. They said, shit, he's the grooviest guy around. I don't. Yeah. Well, fair enough. It's a hell of a skivvy you got on there, Henry. Well, you know. A little and, special. And also, I'd like a bit of an audience appreciation for this goatee you've been growing, especially for this afternoon's That's gig. Right. Look at that. My yeah. microphone rest. It's very nice. Yes. Working pretty well. Now, I understand the Bachelor's drummer's gone missing, the Bachelor's yes. Sunday afternoon show band we from We were going to do a song now, but uh, he's just sort of gone. Right. We're... You happy to give it a go without the drummer? Not really, no. <laughs> Look, his name's Justin, isn't it? Justin, Okay, yes. could we all yell Justin? Justin! Where is he? Like There's the Tommy. There's Tommy. He's wearing a pretty Justin. groovy shirt. So we can't do the song, hey? Not really, not no. Not really. Is the reason your drummer keeps disappearing, is that the reason you're leaving the country? No, no, not really. We're going because uh, your shirt's a little bit loud for me. This shirt will never go through immigration. Think That's you guys true. Be... When did the Bachelors head off to Milan? The beginning of June. Vicenza, actually. And you're sort of heading off as the advance party. Yeah, a few of us are going first, do promotion, then the band's going to come later on. You're hoping to be a bit of a, a groovy jazz hit in Italy? Move well, I would hope. So will we ever see you back here again when sure, you go? Sure, yeah, we'll come back and tour. You'll come on this show, won't you, when you do? You're the only show we go on to. Great. <laughs> yeah, they will never go on Visor. They just want to come here. People can't see you. I mean, That's you're a pretty right. handsome guy, Handy. mate. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, the audience is pretty impressed. Well, while we're out looking for Justin, J- Justin! Justin! <laughs> Make a hole with a gun perpendicular To the name of this town in a desktop globe Exit wound in a foreign nation Showing the home of the one this was written for My apartment looks upside down from there Water spirals the wrong way out the sink And her voice is a backwards record It's like a whirlpool and it never ends In the glow of each other's majestic presence Listen and hear my words To the ones you would think I would say If there was a me for you All alone at the 64 World Fair 80 dolls yelling small girl after all Who was at the DuPont Pavilion? Why was the bench still warm? Who had been there? Or the time when the storm tangled up the wire To the horn on the pole at the bus depot And in back of the edge of hearing These are the words that the voice was repeating And and I are getting older We still haven't walked in the glow of each other's majestic presence Listen and hear my words To the ones you would think I would say If there was a me for you when I was driving once I saw this painted Justin is in the building. I don't want the world. I just want you a house. They don't need me here and I know you're there. Where the world goes by like the humid air. And it sticks like a broken record. Everything sticks like a broken record. Everything sticks until it goes away And the truth is we don't know anything And and, and I are getting older We still haven't walked in the glow of each other's majestic presence Listen and hear my words You're the ones you would think I would say If there was a me for you
in the glow of each other's majestic presence. Listen and hear my words, and the ones you would think I would say there was a me for you. In the glow of each other's majestic presence Listen and hear my words And the ones you would think I would say If there was a me for you They might be giants with Anna Nang! Yeah. Well, that's close enough anyway. Now, the Bachelors have thrown down the challenge to me to play the trombone with them. You're feeling confident I should be in the band for three minutes? What are you going to do, Henry? We're going to do a thing called Go. Hey, where was Justin, by the way? Where were you? Having a pee? He was getting the sandwiches. What, did you get one for me? Bastard. <laughs> Hit it, Henry. Leaving now. Saying goodbye now. To go to start a new life, yeah. Swinging to a new job. Heading for the center. Leaving at 330. Going to make my big break, yeah. No mistake. I made a big decision. I changed your way of living. I'm gonna make the big break, yeah No mistake Wow! All you people everywhere North, South, East, and at the square You gotta make your mind up now Whether you stay or back up now Or south Go south Go east, baby Go east, west, west, west
I do a fantastic. What a star. We'll see oh, tomorrow. What an average piece of trombone silo. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Sunday Afternoon Fever. Laura Jane's Cafe. <laughs> Again, the energy's flowing, my friend. I'm ready to let the freestyle begin to define the sound of speech. How many people want to teach and reach? So authentic, no compromise. Don't be pathetic, get deeper, deeper. Let yourself free. You got a 2020, but you still can't see. And me, and he's kept one. Feel the vibes, feel the bass, feel the bass, my son. Don't run. Come and make sure you get some. Still in the place till your ears get numb. Cause music, music can still be fun. Now it's tomorrow, but today's just begun. Example of an open mind is hey, hey, have a look in Moira Jane's Cafe. But you don't cheer us due to the fact that you're still confused Are we this? Are we that? Are we an error that'll be syntax? You don't know yet, you assume You can step foot into our room Where psychedelic styles are in bloom Where we originate so fast we go zoom Faster than a witch upon her broom Faster than a hurricane or a monsoon Anyway, back to the matter at hand The matter in hand is a mic and a mic stand And definition of sand as the name ran So you can write our name in your sand Sand, 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 sand. H2O has come what may in the own way we touch down and more jeans cafe Tears and laughter, what a good night, but a bad morning after I have to live to the maximum Is he my son or we just having fun? In one ear and out the other I've been known as the undercover lover Close my eyes, I see life Have I achieved or I'm losing my sight? Alright Space to breathe Being on your own is what you need Indeed Or maybe not so You need a companion to help you grow If so, then come out of the rain into Moira Jane's Cafe Nam na nam na nam 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 na nam na Moira Jane's Cafe Nam nam na nam 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 na nam Moira Jane's Cafe
more James Caffer. I didn't have my mic on. I was talking to myself. But you all heard me, didn't you? Yeah. I was really funny, wasn't I? No. Oh, well, look, anyway, we'll just see how things are sort of going. You're rocking along here this afternoon. I'll tell you. It's, oh, oh, hello? Hi, hey, are you there? Yeah, who's that? It's Mark Little. It's Mark Little coming through the comedy door. Oh, boy, how you been, old son? Oh, well, thank you. It's a beautiful sort of tropical Melbourne day, raining and hot and everything at once. Yeah, look, last time I spoke to you, you sort of grooving away in the courtyard there at the Adelaide Festival. How did it finish up at the Star Club? Down there at Adders? Uh, it, it finished up, let's say that. <laughs> the night I saw you, you were sort of looking pretty dangerously at that uh, Australian Submarine Corporation sign with a brick. What did you do on the last night? Maynard, uh, you remember the love brick that was yes. in Adelaide? Unlike the crystal, it's about shared energy. And it, nearly a thousand people had touched that love brick on the course. And on the last night, somehow through the energy of a thousand people, it just leapt up and destroyed the Australian Submarine Corporation sign by itself. Suddenly your foot caught the end of it and threw the sign smash wacko. It was like a piece of Australian bunraku puppetry. The love brick meets the Australian Submarine Corporation sign. And how's Anthony Morgan? What's he up to for the festival? He's doing a one-off. I called Anthony Morgan Stands Alone, Ooh. an extravaganza. And I think he's been helping out Chris Lynham, supporting him down there, just dagging around like you do in the comedy festival. A lot of dagging around going on. I was just dagging around the streets. Swanson Walk, that's an amazing new thing. They thought, we've got the, one of the main streets in Melbourne, let's just block it off. Yes, well, it's, it's raining today. So it's the Swanson Scurry. It's also a really great place to get mugged too. I was walking down there on Friday night. I thought, gee, if I, if I got beat up, I'd like to get beat up in Swanson and walk. Well, as you were saying, uh, this radio show is a direct political action piece. And by the end of this, people will be tipping over trams and running around their undies, crying out, it's here, it's here. And I think we should go down. I mean, now they are particularly nasty undies. I think we should all go down there and just with picks and set to digging up Swanson Walk and plant a couple of gum trees. Yeah, that'd be much more fun than the stupid trams going up and down in those temples. Barricades, really. It's a horror walk, isn't it, Maynard? You've decided to, to get away from the stand-up for a little while. You've been standing up in front of people. You thought, well, I'll sit down for a while. It's a bit like that, yes. I'll let my audience sit down because I'm in the theatre. Marvellous. And I'm there this afternoon at five o'clock, so I think it's a very good theatre day. So if you're feeling a bit like, oh, what do I do? I think I wouldn't mind going to see a bit of theatre, come down to the Universal, and I'm there. Very theatrical, Maynard. Interpretive dance, mime, da-da. We are the Australian deconstructionists. It's a marvellous piece, and I wear glittery gel, Maynard. I'll be there then. Oh, Ten past five, I'll be there. What's the story with Conquistador of the Useless? Have you got a through theme going through the show? The theme is a celebration of theatre and also like a bit of a, a, a knock at the pretension of theatre. It's a, an anti-war piece. It's a sort of a show for nuclear disarmament. That'd be its main gig. Putting the thought into Australians' minds that we actually do know more than we're led to believe. Do you feel like doing a little bit of the show here this afternoon, Mark? It's a show in itself, but the um, phenomena that have sort of brought themselves to light, I think, over the last few months have been, for me, recession, new order, new age and karaoke. Karaoke? Karaoke. Have you ever done karaoke, Maynard? Oh, yeah. I once sang Green Green Grass of Home somewhere in Pitt Street. Yeah, I always vowed, Maynard, that I would never do karaoke because people come to me and say, come and do karaoke, come and do karaoke. And I say, no, no, I'll be right, thanks. Come and do karaoke, come and do karaoke. And if, could I have a microphone for this because this is an incredible story, Maynard? The, the red one over there, Mark. It takes a couple of minutes, but I think it's worth relating because karaoke has become one of the biggest things in the theatre since um, the Swagman burnt down, which is a theatre restaurant here, Maynard, that was huge, the hugest theatre restaurant in the Southern Hemisphere. Well, the village people always played there. They were there, and they weren't in it at the time, and they were theirs, more's the pity. But karaoke seems to have taken over, and people had said, come and do karaoke, Mark, come and do karaoke. And I said, no, no, I want want to do karaoke. Come and do karaoke. No, it's too embarrassing. Come and do karaoke. All right, I will do karaoke. And I was in Sydney, I wasn't even on my home turf, and I was dragged along to this pub, and it was sort of like a yuppie pub, you know, there were all these yups there, and there were actors, and out-of-work actors, and they were semi-professional, Maynard. I thought karaoke was supposed to be a bit embarrassing, but they were quite good. And stupidly, I'd taken my ticket as soon as I walked through the door, and it was Prince, I'm going to party like it's 1999. 
Well, I thought that would be an easy one, Maynard, but he's very intricate, isn't he, musically, Prince? And I thought, well, the only way I can do karaoke is pissed. So I quickly set about getting pissed, and I had three beers and three vodkas. Retrospectively, I think I got pissed a bit quickly, because I got to the microphone, Maynard, and I was going well, and it was embarrassing, like it should be. And it's going to party like it's 1999. And then somehow, alcoholically, I seemed to peak, and I could not see the monitor anymore. And I was, like, and I was going, and I could feel it, Maynard, I could just feel it. And I was quite enjoying this, and I was back to the days, and I got the Johnny Rotten legs, Maynard, I started to bend, and I, and I was spitting on a sorted people in suits, and I, and I started to say, fuck, and I, fuck, 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 and I got the microphone, and I was banging it into my head, Maynard, and I, fuck, fuck, and the people who own the karaoke machine are saying, don't do that to the microphone, don't do that to the microphone, I go, ah, fuck, 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 and I finished, Maynard, and I looked up. And the audience were mortified. <laughs> I seem to have gone beyond the normal karaoke embarrassment, mate. Right? And I don't know what it is Australia's sort of uh, preoccupation with the ritual humiliation of the individual at the moment. I think together, collectively, as a group, we should be starting to embarrass government. That's why it's good to be here today, Maynard, and we'll all get a love brick together and go outside and just throw them assorted areas. Do some damage down Swanson Walk. Mr Mark Little, currently Ciao. appearing in Conquistador of the Useless at the Universal, who's talking about New Order. Thank you, Mark.
Sunday afternoon fever this afternoon coming live from Melbourne. Oh, Christ, someone's at the comedy door again. Hello, hello, who is it? Open the bloody door, will you, for God's sake. Okay, come in. It's Lily Savage. Well, what a fantastic outfit you got on there, Lily. It's a pretty wild frock. Oh, thank you. I'm dressed, actually dressed as Orca the Killer Whale today, Maynard. It's a beautiful two-piece acrylic outfit. Don't you like it? Don't you think it's very fetching? Yes! You got the audience go. going. Oh, well, no, I've done a bit of class when they say it. What have you been doing this afternoon? I've actually, I've just done a children's party. <clears throat> I got thrown. I know, I do, I do do children's parties, but I got thrown out. I twisted somebody's dog into a balloon, so, like, they didn't like that. So. <laughs> Off they went. So what can you do, Maynard? So here I am. Can you just take me rain hood off, because I'm soaked in this lovely Melbourne weather? Well, sunny one minute, bang, you're I all know, wet. I know. So where's your show on at, Lily? I can't remember. <laughs> where's our show on at? Oh, the Universal, Universal 2, 5 o'clock tonight, that'll be jolly. And then it's 9 o'clock every other night, 6 nights a week. Eight o'clock, is it? Oh, thank you. Where's Bob minder. Down? Bob Down usually carries around with you. Well, Bob Down today, is, you know, he's a bit of a mother's boy. Yes, yeah. I've heard that. Yeah, so he's off. He's in Mwollumbar. Is it Mwollumbar? That's my Australian accent. Oh, he's, he's gone back up to the L-shaped caravan He's gone up to mum. the caravan park, the now and ever caravan park, see oh. his mother. We'll have a bit of a chat with Lily Savage in just a minute. Thank applause you. for that dress. <laughs>
Fitness from the Violent Femmes here on Sunday Afternoon Fever. Hey, I'm back here with Lily Savage. We've been having a bit of a chat during the song then. Boy, you've done all sorts of stuff, Lily. Uh, there's a lot of stuff you can't mention on the radio, Maynard. You know uh, what I mean? I know, but, a lot uh, of it was in Adelaide yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, a bit of shoplifting. Hey, now what do you think of Adelaide? I'd rather not say on there, if you don't mind. No, it's all right, you know. It's a, have you ever seen the film The Hills Have Eyes? No, well, that's Adelaide. It's sort of... Oh, mm, 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 mm. The weather was lovely. How's Melbourne been? They've been treating you really well. You've been oh, taken like out Melbourne. after the show to all sorts of fabulous places. No. I've sat in the dressing room with Stomp. They oh, show me how to bang on bin lids. It's, it's very enervating of an evening. So your ears are ringing all the time. Yeah. The oh, God, non-stop. I've a bloody burst in migraine 24 hours a day. You share the dressing room with that lot and it's boom, 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 boom. You can't put your keys down, they're rattling them. You can't put your matches down, they're rattling them. They get your stilettos, they bang them on the back of your heads. You never heard anything like it. Bloody teacups rattling, I'm a bag of nerves. Well, we'll have them along on the show later, so you better leave in a hurry after. No, I'm going to go in and sort them out. I'm going to put something in their drums. And have you been getting on well with Bob Down? Oh, yeah, I get on very well with Bob. I don't get on with his mother. What doesn't like you? Well, she's just, she's mean. And I sent her a present, you see, something nice to put in the bath. And it was an electric fire, so she wasn't very amused when she got that. (laughs) No, she is, she does. She makes Caligula's mother look like Marie Osmond, Bob's mother, I'm telling you. It's an evil piece of work. So if you're listening to me, Mrs. Down, I hate you. Why did you decide to, like, go on the stage, take your frock on the stage? About eight years ago, I think. I was on the run from the police at the time, and I thought, well, this is a good enough disguise, Lil. No, it wasn't, actually, in case the police are listening. We have seen you out of your dress in a few things, too. You've been on the bill. That's right, yeah. What do you do in that? I'm ashamed to say this. I played an informant. (laughs) And what happened to you? The eggs and the rotten fruit coming at me now. I get murdered when I go back. It was on in Australia about two years ago, because I got me repeat fees for, like, 50 cents. You get these checks, and you're destitute, and you think, oh, great, a bit of money here from Thames Television, and you open your check, and it says, Australia, repeat fees, 45 Cents. And where do you get the clothes from? Do you make these things yourself? They're pretty, it's a pretty dynamite outfit. I mean, the, the audience is very impressed by it. Oh, I know, I can see they're all going, ooh, do you like the boots? Lovely boots. Leather, leather boots. Where, with an eight-inch stiletto with diamante around them and a little piranha fish encrusted on the front. I mean, they're lovely, aren't they? <laughs> so what do you wear when you really want to go out and impress somebody? This is just your stage wear. Oh, this is just daytime. This is just because I've done the children's party. Just come straight down here. Something a bit glitzy, you know, something in polycotton or acrylic and a few beads on it, bit of diamante, a couple of feathers. Old dead bird stitched to my head. You know, anything I can get my hands on in the streets. I've gotten very feral since I've been in Australia, you know. Well, you've started killing animals. No, no. I went to see Skippy. Bit me. Bloody Skippy bit me. Do you believe? <laughs> Honestly, went all the way to Waratah Park and they said, oh, you can go and feed Skippy. Come on, Skip. Bloody Skippy. <laughs> Straight in. Two fingers off nearly. Honest. Skippy the carnivore. I used to think it was Skippy the butch kangaroo when I was a kid. Because <laughs> we didn't know what a bush was in Liverpool, you see. So... <laughs> We just assumed Skippy was butch going round in leather and nipple clamps going, yeah, get out of the way. <laughs> Come on, Sonny, yeah. You work with some pretty big ones in the industry, even Eartha Kitt. I have, I've suffered Eartha Kitt, yeah. You've yeah. suffered Eartha Kitt? Yeah. I imagine like, it'd be pretty good to be support for Eartha Kitt. Well, they have a thing in England called Butlins Holiday Camps. If you all go off to this holiday camp in the middle of nowhere. Well, we have, they had the Mornington Peninsula, it's sort of a holiday <laughs> camp. Is it like yeah. that? Well, Eartha Kitt did this, so I was like the compare for her for this weekend, and she's all, she doesn't speak to you. Yeah, you say, you'd like a cup of tea, Miss Kit? <laughs> Would you like something to drink? <laughs> and every time you go out the dressing room, you come back in, all your stuff's gone. Eartha Kit comes in and steals it. She's got this thing, she steals all your stuff. I got no makeup. <laughs> You're trying to get it back without insulting her. Did she make off with the fabulous dress? She did. She had it on her head. She thought it was a turban. I said, Eartha, it's a miniskirt. Get it off. Now she's all right. We've got some Eartha Kit here. And where are you off to after Melbourne? Boy. Is it Cairns or Cairns? The Barrier Reef. Did you say Cairns? 
Cairns, Cairns. I'm not looking forward to it now because I've been eaten alive by mozzies here in Melbourne. So imagine Cairns. Have you got a special tropical outfit? I have, yeah. That camouflage gear I've got with a huge hat with tangerine chiffon float. It looks lovely when I sit on a camel. Honestly, it looks stunning <laughs> riding through the desert. I'd just like to say to anybody from overseas who is eaten alive like me by mosquitoes, please do not buy body shop products. They are deadly because they do. And all over protection, which is tuna prune and cauliflower so you put this stuff on and you lie in the sun and you start to bake and every mosquito in melbourne goes there's a pizza there on the beach let's get it lads <laughs> my back's like braille honestly i'm eating alive we're gonna invite you to be felt to the so audience would you like now? to feel me back would you it's like a to have a little, 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 little it, it, enjoy your show in melbourne where you at again lily the universal theater well you're it. there with mr bob dan so keep an eye there out with for bob the dan, and universal the theater nine o'clock onwards Eight o'clock. Thank you very much. Who's that fella? Chuck him out, bloody. I know he turned up with you. Well, I don't know who he is. I met him at the bus stop. And he sort of got a whiff of me sense and followed me. This happens when you're a provocative sex kitten. You can't walk the streets in peace. We'll have a provocative afternoon. Lily Savage and much. her dress. Thank you, Maynard. Here's the Merthyr kit just for you. What you mean, Alfie? Got on yourself.
Bertha Kitt here on Sunday Afternoon Fever. Hi, everybody! Across Australia, Triple J FM. A song he co-wrote with Paul McCartney of all people, Veronica, for his album Spike. You're listening to Sunday Afternoon Fever. Hi, everybody! As you can see, I'm getting on pretty well with them, but uh, hey, someone's come through the comedy door already. It's David and the members of Stomp! David, I've seen this show a couple of times. I first saw it in Edinburgh, saw you in Sydney, saw you in Adelaide. I didn't know you could speak. (laughs) I could have been right there. Hello, Maynard. Oh, you can talk. Oh, I thought you were going to be like Chris Lynham for a minute there. Mm. That was really wild. Yeah, it was like, uh, Chris, how are you today? My kind of conversation. What was the question again? How long you guys been banging things and tapping things? And... Well, since uh, last August when we did the Edinburgh Festival. So I saw the first show pretty much. You did. Yeah, you did. It's kind of an idea that's been going around 
for a little while and uh, it, we just worked it up into a show. It was, it was one routine, which was the bin routine, which you've seen. And it's been worked up from that. Because you use so many bits and pieces on stage. Like you've got like yeah. kitchen sinks and garbage tin lids and stuff. You've got a carry list around and you in a huge truck. Well, yeah, we bought it from Sydney. We bought all the stuff in Sydney. We went to a junkyard and bought it all there. Brought it here to, uh, where are we? Melbourne. Go in and say, oh, well, uh, I'd like a uh, kitchen sink, but not a good one, one that sounds good. No, we just go around the junkyard and we play things, and if they sound good, we take them. And people look at you pretty strangely. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so what do you guys do after the show? Do you go out dancing? Do you still feel that rhythm? You want to go out and jump around? We drink. <laughs> in a certain rhythm? Mm, yeah. Gulp, 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 and we have another one. Gulp, 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 gulp. Like a paradiddle. Yeah. I think you better describe what we're going to do here, because being radio... This is a routine we call poles. It's played with poles. The audience can see that. They're six-foot broom handles, really, and we play them with hammer handles. Now, this is the least funny part of the show, but it's also the most dangerous. You don't just play any floor, do you? In fact, members of Stomp came to the ABC last week and tapped the floor a bit with a couple of poles to check it out. Well, you need a resonant floor. I mean, we couldn't play this on concrete, you know. I mean, it... So should we stand back? Well, I'm going to. You can stand there if you want. Ladies and gentlemen, Stomp! In their life live on stage here on Sunday afternoon fever. Has anyone ever been hurt doing that? Not as yet. We've had a couple of poles break and had some near misses, but not, not just yet, no. I know no one in the group wears gloves. You don't wear gloves. You're gripping and tapping things all the time. Do you ever get ripped hands? Yeah, all the time. All the time. <laughs> Thanks, David, and the rest of the members of Stomp coming along this afternoon.
And here's a record they released back in 1989. Yes, no people, Mr. Johnson.
Yes, no people. Mr. Johnson released that single back in 89. It was a dance floor hit and we played it on Triple J. I'm living in the 70s. If you remember the early days of Australian bands like Midnight Oil, Ice House and many others, then you'll want a copy of Tracy Hutchison's new book, Your Name's on the Door. Hi, I'm Tracy Hutchison, encouraging you to go out and buy a copy of my new book, Your Name's on the Door. So why not get your names on the door? Pete Love recorded by 3RRR, the public radio station in Melbourne. A round of applause for 3RRR, please. The Whippersnappers doing their version of the Russell Morris song, Sweet Sweet Love, and it's request time. Here's a weekend special on your radio. Only on the weekend. Request time with Matt. Hi, Matt. Pretty relaxed atmosphere we've got here this afternoon with the audience, isn't it? Yeah, pretty laid back. In fact, you're on a bean chair. 
Black vinyl, yeah. And like you've had a look through the CDs that we've offered you, and we offered you quite a substantial number. What have you picked, Matt? I picked Prince singing Mountains. And by the way, last time we did our uh, request time uh, over, over the other side of the room, that the switchboard lit up at Triple J, and the reason is, don't ring in because there's, well, how many, 50 people here? 50 people here, and it's just for these 50 people here, and if you couldn't be bothered turning up here, you don't get a request. But Matt, what did you want? Prince. Mountains. Why mountains? Why not? Why not? Here's Prince!
Hello, everybody. This is Bob Jones with Maynard on JJJ. Raving away to this, we've got Lance and the Hollywood Kids coming up next with a big gossip from LA.
Matthias is O Fortuna here on Sunday Afternoon Fever live from Melbourne. Woohoo! Everybody wants the gossip from Hollywood, everyone to know what everybody wants. Lads, 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 lads. Okay, pop stars, let's load the pooper scoopers, dig the dirt, and empty the trash cans, because there's a whole heap of scuttlebutt coming in from Lance and the Hollywood Kids, the Gossip Kings. Hiya, Lance. What a week it's been! Oh my gosh, did you watch the Oscars? I can't sit down for the seven or eight hours. And of course you waited for us for our report. A special report today. Of course, silence is golden. Silence of the Lambs won everything. We arrived early at the awards, Maynard, two hours early, and we saw the gay activist group Queer Nation, and they were in a small fight with the uh, Christian motorcycle gang. Seems the Christian motorcycle gang came to uh, yell at the gays. Very controversial. Did they have signs up? Were they trying to out people with signs? What were they trying to do? They said they were going to do that, but they didn't do it. Then they said they were going to yell out the names, but they didn't do that. All they did was blow whistles. And when did they blow whistles? When the stars were arriving, like Richard Gere, they'd blow the whistle. What happened was this activist gay group, they got there and they started seeing Audrey Hepburn and Sophia Loren and Laura Dern, and they got starstruck. And we started watching instead of uh, rallying. We also saw Whoopi Goldberg get out of a limousine with Timothy Dalton, the 007 star, and they were holding hands. And we heard Whoopi say, Honey, I keep my Oscar from Ghost in bed with me. Is he a bit peeved about getting the boot from the James Bond role? Yeah, the public did not appreciate him as Bond. We went to a couple of parties. One of the parties we saw Demi Moore, and she was not with Bruce Willis. And at the Oscars, she presented without him this year because he had this big bomb called Hudson Hawk. Did that ever play there? Ah, uh, yeah, it was here for about 10 minutes. He was scared that if he went, everyone would pay out on him, was he? Yeah, so he didn't show up to the Oscars. Demi showed up and, and presented. And then she went to one of the parties we went and stood out in front of, and she showed up with a girlfriend. We came back there at the very end of the evening, about 1, 1.30 at night, and Demi was leaving the door with her girlfriend, and they got into a white limo. But at the same time, Rob Lowe was sneaking out the back of the restaurant, and he got into his limousine, and his wife wasn't with him. So here we are. We got in our car. John and myself, and we went zooming down the street, and we followed them, and a mile down the road, they stopped at a light, and Rob got out of his limousine and ran around the corner and got into Demi Moore's limousine, and they sped away. Oh, so I think they were going to go get a pizza together or something. Yeah, they're going to go make their own Hudson Hawk, it looked like. And then we went to another party at Roxbury on the Sunset Strip. That's like a hot club that everybody uh, tries to go to, and they have the ropes outside and the big bodyguard. Well, we actually got into this one, Maynard. We didn't have to sneak in. They invited us in. We were sitting in the lobby, and all of a sudden, here comes Madonna. What was she wearing this time, or what wasn't she wearing? Actually, she was all dressed up like Faye Dunaway in Bonnie and Clyde with a long skirt and a beret and her hair bleached. She looked quite attractive, and she was with Alec Kashashian, who directed her in Truth or Dare, the documentary. And they were also with a new comic here in America called Rosie O'Donnell, who uh, seems to be taking the place of Sandra Bernhard in Madonna's life these days. <laughs> we heard there were a couple of cat fights at the Oscars. I heard rumors of one of Jodie Foster and Laura Dern having a bit of a Barney in the women's toilet. Yeah, apparently Laura wanted that Oscar, and she and her mother like lobbied real hard to win their Oscars. But when Jodie waltzed back in the bathroom with her Oscar, 
something happened because no one knows. There were the only two in the bathroom at the time, but our spy said they both came out uh, like they had just had heated words. I don't know. Maybe Laura told Jody what she could do with that Oscar. Back in a minute, Lance. Lancey's had a big week. Look, all these parties you went to for the Oscars, were you actually invited to any of them, Lance? We were invited to two of them. We went to the Roxbury, as we said, where we saw Madonna, and then across the street at the Mondrian Hotel here on the Sunset Strip. We went to that party, and we ran into a Tori Spelling, who is the daughter, of course, of Aaron, and she's a star in the big hit series, Beverly Hills, 90210. And what was she up to? Who was she hanging around with? Well, you know, she's dating a grocery store clerk. Who makes five seventy-five an hour, 
And her daddy apparently is not too happy with Tori dating a grocery store clerk. And another thing is she just turned 18, Maynard, so she's leaving the house and she's started to chain smoke cigarettes. Pooey. Be on the lookout for more Tory spelling gossip. We did run into Jamie Lee Curtis at one of the parties and she saw us and you could tell she recognized us and she like, she ran to the other side of the room. With the Oscars going on all week, has anything else overshadowed the Oscars? Has there been any big scandals? The Red Hot Chili Peppers? Well, you know that real stud puppy Anthony with the long hair? He was out the other night with Francis Ford Coppola's daughter, Sophia. Dad, give me a job. That one. Well, she's now dating Anthony, I have a feeling, because they looked pretty cozy to me. Michael Hutchins has come back to Australia, and uh, he didn't bring anyone with him. He didn't bring those five models we saw him with? No, he didn't even bring one of them. He must have been cheap on the airfare. Yeah, maybe he's spending it all on those Briscassi suits. <laughs> and how about we leave you with a guess who... Well, it's been a big week in Hollywood. Lance has seen all, but he can't tell all. Lance, hit us with a guess who, don't sue. Didn't Missy sitcom queen and her chubby comic hubby cause so much trouble at that recent cable award benefit that the other stars in the room wanted to tar and feather them out of town? That's the truth, and we'll dig you later. See you later, Lance and the Hollywood kids. Keep a peeking and a staring under those skirts and trouser legs. Oh, the audience is peaking here. We'll be back with Corky and the Juice Pigs in just a minute. Tom Jones live here in Melbourne with us at the Melbourne studios of the ABC doing that funky dance of love from his live at Caesars Palace album. Things are really happening here this afternoon. Oh, oh fist me. someone at the door. Uh, hello? I know you're in there, Maynard. Uh, we're not here. We've all moved to Western Australia. Let's open it and see who it is. Hi. It's Sean from Corky and the Juice Pigs. 
It's his mates, Phil and Greg, and they're all with him. They've come through the comedy door here. Oh, I tell you what, how are you guys been swinging in Melbourne? Oh, very nicely, thank you, Maynard. Come straight to Melbourne to be funny. Straight to Melbourne to be funny. You're at the Universal this time. Yeah, we are. It's a bit like a real theatre, this one. Last time you were just sort of shoved away in the corner wearing dresses and skirts, but yeah. now you're exposed on the whole stage. That's right, in dresses and skirts. And we don't have to play in the cardboard box anymore, which that's is always right. fun. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. So I'm going to sit down here quietly and just watch you guys do your stuff, because you're looking pretty wild. Nice dresses too, oh, guys. Thank you. Well, thanks very much for the onion. I put a wheel in her right hand I put a wheel in her left hand I put a wheel between her legs I used my grandma as a skateboard And we went up and down and we went round and round We did the alley hop, we did the acid drop Oh, went down the hill and we took a spill And now Grandma is dead! But, you know, a lot of people don't know this about us, Maynard, but we are also uh, part of a Spanish, uh, 8-piece Spanish finger-snapping band called Crocracros. And uh, we just zipped over here from WOMAD. And what we like to do for your uh, studio audience today is do a number from uh, Crocracros, which is Spanish for all finger-snapping, by the way. So in the Spanish tradition, we'd like to perform for you now tequila. Thank you very much. Please! What a great radio bit. <laughs> we know how to choose the bits for radio. But, uh... I'm dead and I'm proud. I'm dead and I'm glad. I'm dead and I'm happy. No need to be sad. I'm dead and I don't have to pay my phone bill. I don't know. Do you want us to, do you want us to continue to do something else? Or, uh... yeah. First time I looked at your face. I laughed because you're ugly <laughs> Too many children and not enough guns Too many children, I say Too many rapists and not enough nuns Too many rapists today I wrote that one from personal experience, Maynard Corky and the Juice Pigs Currently appearing at the Universal and here live in the studios from Melbourne on Sunday Afternoon Fever See you later guys, how are you going anywhere else? You're heading anywhere else? Where are you going to after Melbourne? Uh, we're heading to Britain for a month Okay, well, you, you, you head to Britain Corky and the Juice Pigs Yay! Oh yes, my bum tickles
across Australia. Triple J FM. Sambag Love, I'm in charge. What am I gonna do? Or cook hamburgers and pretend I'm a comedian?
from his album, I Will Cure You, and his groovy dance, slow dance, Born Free. We'll have the found objects coming up real soon, live on stage here in Melbourne.
Hayes and Dockers with New World Order here on... Triple Maynard. Oh, well, there's someone at the door again. Oh, look, it's the found object. Hi. Through the door. These guys are great. I've seen them before. I never have to wash it or even get a cut. I can swap it with my friends when I'm feeling in a rut. Toupee, I use it to wash myself when I'm in the shower. I can use it as an oven mitt or a pot scourer. Toupee, toupee. I use it to replace a divot when I'm playing golf. If I put it on my chin, you'll swear I look like Rolf. Toupee, toupee. When I find an injured bird, it makes a great nest. I use it as a puppet when I'm entertaining guests. Toupee, 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 toupee. It doesn't take much to tweak. That this thing on my head is a week But I spent a lot of money on This thing on my head This thing on my scone So I'm gonna use it So I'm gonna use it when I go out, I can put it on the football and sit it on the couch. So when a robber looks in the window, he'll think someone's in the house. To pay, to pay. I put a pocket in it with a little zip, and I keep my pajamas in it when I take a little trip. To pay, to pay. When I go to Scotland and I'm feeling a bit foreign, I'll just whip it up my head and wear it as a sparring. To pay, to pay. I'll stick tubes in it, fill it with air, and play a Scottish tune. When I die, I'll pass it on. It's a family heirloom. Get it? To pay. To pay, to pay, to pay, to pay. It doesn't take much to tweak that this thing on my head is a week. But I spent a lot of money on this thing on my head, this thing on my scone. So I'm gonna use it. 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 I feel like, man, sorry, I feel like we're at a party on a Saturday night and we're the three dickheads in the corner that everybody's looking at. Private party, you were not invited. What's that? The thing about toupees though, I mean, I don't really know why people, why they wear them. Because you can always tell, can't you? You can only tell, like, the bad ones, but I mean... I suppose you, you can only tell really tell ones. the ones you can tell. Like, Maynard might have a toupee on. You wouldn't really say, hey, that guy's got a fantastic toupee on. You can't tell. You just wouldn't do that. And what do you do when it gets old? I mean, do you get a grey one? Do you get a receding toupee? I mean, what's the story? One day you just don't wear it? And we go, shit, who are you? Where can I see this toupee humour? The Universal Theatre here in Melbourne. One year ago this week, I met you guys at the bar at the Universal. <laughs> we were there swapping stories. Yeah. I was wearing my blue suit. It's very romantic. Oh, yeah. We went out afterwards. Yeah. We ended up at the Hyatt, yeah. didn't we? Remember that? <laughs> You've yeah. changed guitar here. Does that indicate a change in direction of the humour? From left to right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The bus driver sweating in his bus It's stinking hot and chockers This is the tenth traffic jam this week And this one is a shocker The seat sticking to his bum, the steering wheel burnt The rear vision mirror keeps dropping with a He says move down the back And is ignored again Then I get on and I haven't got the right change 
Crosby's eyes start to bulge and his cheeks go red I can see the veins popping on the top of his head And I can hear him singing We're all going on a summer holiday To himself He reaches up and changes the destination sign I've got an inkling that I won't be at work by nine We do a U-turn over the median strip He pulls a microphone from nowhere and says G'day, my name's Bill Welcome to the trip. You can all call me Bill. Come down the front, have a bit of a chat. If you want any tapes, play it, I'll wham on for you. As long as they're country and western, of course. We're off the noosa in a 42-seater, 18 standing. I didn't think a dollar fifty ticket got you that far, and it's not what I was planning. Ah, ooh, the bus driver's cracked a nanny, an enormous nanny. He's chucked a mentor. We stopped in Wagga for petrol and we talked to the owner. Owner, owner, owner. He said, I've had a bad day, I think I'll come with ya. With you, with you, with you. A cop pulled us up for speeding in Dubbo as we drove through. He said, I'll have to arrest you, no bugger it, I'll come with you too. A girl wakes with a start and rushes for the door She says I missed my stop, it was number 24 We say sit down, relax, have you ever been to Queensland before? We're off the Noosa in a 42-seater, 18 standing I didn't bring a change of bunnies or my toothbrush or my dental floss How will I explain this to my boss? Ah, ooh, the bus driver's cracked a nanny An enormous nanny, he's chucked a mental Away, Scotty boy. Take it away, Scotty boy. Just take Thank it away, you. Frankie Winky. Take it away, Scotty boy. Just take it away. Can you just let me take it away? We parked the bus in the bush overlooking the sea. We planted all our own vegetables and formed our beautiful community. It was loving. The babies never cried. The teenagers never got pimples. Never, never. It was just please. It's that simple. My brick homes, the whole lot. It was peace and love and support that we were exploring. Then after two weeks, no three weeks. I normally say three weeks, but it said two for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> after three weeks, we uh, got really badly lost. It was, it was terrible. terrible. We went for a bit bad. of a bushwalk. Couldn't see the bus anyway, um, but luckily I took along a couple of chocolate bars, so we're fine. We survived for a week, yeah. so then we signed this international management contract, okay. and now we're very wealthy, which no, is fantastic. Cole, Cole, I think you're crapping on a bit there, mate. I think what do you crapping. think about people that just crap on for the what sake of it? What do I think about people who crap on for the sake of it? What do you think about people that just crap on for the sake of it? What do I think about people who just crap on for the sake of it? They just crap on and on and on. They just talk over each other. You know what I hate, though? I hate people who raise their voice to make a point and then lower it. Just to make sure everyone knows what they're talking about. That is not as bad as people. What? That's not as bad as people. People, people who mumble have got a real box in their problem. They don't know. Why people who come back to the same point? They emphasize everything with their they fist or some part of their body. They stamp repeat. their foot. They, they just can't do let something it like that. I, I hate people who repeat. repeat. What? What? It's not as bad as people who sulk. But if you're not going to listen to him, there's no use going to listen. Cole. Just piss off. Piss off. Cole. Nobody gives a shit about what I say anyway. Just go on with the rest of the song. I didn't think a dollar fifty ticket got you that far, and it's not what I was planning. I didn't bring a change of undies or my toothbrush or my dental floss. How will I explain this to my boss? Ah, ooh, the bus driver's cracked a nanny, an enormous nanny. He's chucked a mental. Ah, ooh, ah, ooh, 
see you at the Universal. Thank you. Thank, Thank you very you. much. The found objects. Thank you. The found objects. Get the Universal. Up. See them. Love them. Clap, applaud, and laugh at the found you, objects. Oh, 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 
what you want. You can't always get what you want. You can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes, you might find you do what you need. You need honky tonk women. Gimme, gimme, gimme the honky tonk blues. Under my thumb, the girl. And actually, Wido Yankovic is releasing an album in America next week. This time, he's doing Nirvana songs. In fact, his first single off, it's going to be a parody of Smells Like Teen Spirit. And I'll be playing it here as soon as I get it. I'm really, really hot for it. Someone's at the comedy door. Who could that be? Hello, who's that? It's the Doug Anthony All-Stars. I thought they'd left, but they're back. Hiya, Timmy. Hiya, Paul. Hiya, Richard. Hi, Raynard. I've been here at the Melbourne ABC, and there's been a ton of mail. You have upset royalists and republicans Everybody, even Dash Hound owners have been writing and complaining about your performance on the big gig the other week. We didn't do anything. 
everything. We came out, we stood in front of a British flag, which, you know, is, is all. And then all the thing people are getting really upset about is Paul said, mad dogs and Englishmen eat their own shit. And the fact is, we've got a ton of letters from all these British people who now live in Australia saying, I don't eat shit, I don't even like shit. <laughs> so we were being sarcastic. It wasn't our fault, Maynard. It's not like you've been accosted on the street? Uh, yeah, we got accosted on the street by two old British ladies. We told them if they didn't like it, then they should go back to Arabia. They didn't understand that, but it made them go away. So you're going to be invited back on the big gig again and stand in for another flag, an Islamic flag or something next time? Not after this. You've been scared off. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. You guys doing anything for the comedy festival or are you just staying at home watching Current Affair? Oh, we're doing gigs, but we're sort of more a part of the fringe of the comedy festival. This is our sixth <laughs> comedy festival in a row where we haven't been invited to participate in any event whatsoever apart from this one. <laughs> so it's great to be once again working with the comedy festival and, and doing absolutely nothing with them. Yeah, we'll be doing something at the San Remo Ballroom. It's going to be an actual uh, spectacular this year. We've got uh, Wendy on with us, Wendy Harmer. Wendy's fantastic, uh, successful career. And also we have Flacco, the wonder clown. He'll be doing a lot of fire breathing and poodle juggling. He's great. He's really good for kids and parties. If there are any people who are having kids' parties, please call Flacco at the ABC because he's really desperate for any work he can get at the moment. That's We're... Flacco to penis. That, that's his old name. What are you guys up to this afternoon for? So you're standing there in front of microphones, you've got some zip-up boots on. What are you going to get up to? Well, I thought I'd just like to say to everybody that it's nice to be important. That's, that's all. <laughs> we'll sing a song for you. There's a party in hell, and here's the invitation. You'll be met at the gateway for this salubrious occasion. Don't be late, the ferry leaves at 12. It's a guaranteed pleasure cruise for old and boys and girls. You'll be met at the door by Miss Marilyn Monroe. We're still smoking heavily so the bruises do not show The guest of honour's JFK, he'll be talking through his head Bing Crosby's telling jokes, he's not sure that he is dead While the Gandhis are trying to be the Kennedys of India And it's three for three and no one knows who will be the winner Lucretia Borgia swapping recipes and calling herself Miss While Jim Jones from Jonestown hands round the raspberry fish Party, party in hell It'll be dead keen, it'll be dead fun Yeah, your life is over but your death has just begun So come on down And pile on down And get it on, ooh Hell is other people and all of them are you Right up Dante's alley The couple for this evening Is Mr. Elvis Aaron Presley There's Ray Orbison on lead guitar Ricky Nelson, well, most parts Lennon's playing flute again Through the hole in his heart I'm so Mozart Is up to his old antics About to sing the great Helter Skelter. So come all your dead kitties around the dead world. Life's a bloody bore and death's a bloody bore. So dig a pit and lie in a pit and cover it. Ooh, toll that bell, there's a party in hell. 
Well, they've got to get home. They've they got to get home in time to watch Disneyland. But would you like them to do one more song a little bit later? Would you like that? You guys no, feel confident to do no, one more later? No, we don't. Jim. We hate them. Jim, I love you. Back in a minute and see if we can convince them to do one more song. We'll see how they feel.
Nirvana, Nirvana, Nirvana. Tim Ferguson has just been saying how much him and the rest of the Doug Anthony All-Stars love Nirvana. Nirvana! It was only a couple of days ago when someone on Triple J said, here's Nirvana and they're the most innovative band ever. And it's quite true because they use, what, three instruments and they play all their music in 4-4 and that's to me. That's pretty new. Buddy Hallier did that and nobody else has since. The audience has been sitting there. They've been basically pretty lazy. They've been absorbers of the comedy. You want to shake them up. Shake them up. Paul is about to throw the beanbag of death. On her that beanbag. Hey! Hey! Our and my God, all the around. cat's urine that's been storing up inside that beanbag is now just splashed and spilling all over the audience. Now, don't throw it back, son. That'd be a very dangerous thing to do because there are microphones here and someone can now poke their eye out. That beanbag has an uncanny resemblance to Elvis Presley. <laughs> I'm sure I saw it walking into 7-Eleven yesterday. It's been a while since we had some sort of like great causes to all sing together about, so we want to bring back retro committed music here. So if everyone wants to join us now and hold hands, everyone out there in Radio Land, who are listening? Come everyone everyone in Sydney who are about to go to a party, but... Uh, too drunk to get out of bed or too hungover. Hold hands with a person lying in bed beside you. It doesn't matter if you can't remember their name. Just hold hands, swing from side to side and sing. We are the world. We are the children. We are the ones who make a brighter day. So let's not give in. The San Remo Ballroom, very sure they're doing the biggest gig with Flacco and Wendy Harmer. Go along and sail over them there and keep an eye out for them in your town. That's our Anthony Thanks for coming along, guys. And the Battles Prague up next to close the show. Those guys are naked and ready to go.
have to break my heart from the Darling Buns. We've had to ask the Doug Anthony All-Stars to leave before they kept abusing all the music we're going to play this afternoon. It's been a pretty wild afternoon here on Sunday Afternoon Fever. And to cap it off, we've got the Batsles from Prague here. From their album, The Energetic Cool, the biggest hit they ever had. By the way, this is the last song they're ever going to play in Australia. They're going, they're buggering off to Italy. You won't ever hear them do anything. They won't even play a note. You won't see them whistling, walking down the street. Nothing. This is it. The last you're going to hear from the Batsles from Prague. It's Tightrope from their album, The Energetic Cool. This song got to number 73 nationally. It was their biggest hit. It was number one in Canberra for two weeks on the alternative charts. And they're not coming back to Australia after. They're not going to come back to Australia unless they get as big as Colette. They're all warmed up. They're ready to go. Ladies and gentlemen, for the last time, The Bachelors from Prague.
Matthew Maynard. What a great solo. The best of us from Prague. Oh, boy, I feel well now. You guys, I'm going to miss you. I'm crying. I miss you already. Miss you already. Well, it's been a pretty amazing afternoon here on Sunday Afternoon Fever here from the Melbourne Studios of Triple J. I'd like to thank our guests this afternoon who have been the Doug Anthony All-Stars, Corky and the Juice Pigs, the Found Objects, the Bachelors from Prague doing their fantastic songs, Mark Little, Stomp, Billy Savage, Chris Lynham and Wendy Harmer. My name is Manny F. Sharp-Krabs. Thank you for joining us this afternoon on Sunday Afternoon Fever. I'd also like to thank the staff of the ABC, of Triple J, of everybody. I'd like to thank my mother. I'd like to thank the guy who put the banana seed on my dragster when I was in third grade. See you next Sunday at 2 o'clock for Sunday Afternoon Fever. Bye, everybody! On Maynard.com.au Hey you!